Hey guys, this is Jesus. I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. HP Lovecraft Live, Ernest A. Carafa, James Gruget, Daniel Anderlich, Evan Fittinger, Matthew Prohl, Christopher Durback, David Millar, Matt Hill, and Matt Burr. Thanks for helping us end this wonderful saga. Uh, and you go into a largest room with uh, sort of like test tubes and electricity flying in it. And you see a, a massive tube with a massive uh, man, but bigger than the ones you saw outside. And as you're there talking, you hear... Red lights start flashing. And a door opens. What kind of science is that? Okay. Uh, that's a science. That's an alarm. That's just an alarm. Yeah, yeah. Now, Moira, I need you to remember something. Because you've always been a thorn in my side. You just won't give up. So you owned your brother's soul? Yes. Yes, I did. He owned mine and I owned his. We're the only ones ever who looked out for each other, and now it is my duty to look out for him. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Messages are being yep. passed to the GM, but because it's the 21st century, <laughs> it's a text. Yeah, it's a dick pic. <laughs> Man, back in back in our parents' days, they would just have to stand up and kind of insinuate a dick to their yeah. their GM. I'm just like, yeah, we good. All right. <clears throat> oh, it looks like Dan rolled a nine, nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's canon, More. now, people. That's canon. <laughs> 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 That's going on here, okay, keep it yeah, profile. Yeah. <laughs> Mora, you're heading towards uh, Bell. I said Belmont, right? Boomley. Bermley. Bermley. Bromley. 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 <laughs> I, we know British places. Uh, you're heading off We're towards We're going Bro- to the plane! <laughs> it's in English! <laughs> it's the language we speak! <laughs> but it's British, so it's different. Shut oh, up! Oh, there's a, is there a U? Is there a silent U? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, same aluminum. <laughs> aluminium. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mora, you. you're heading over to Bromley on the east, and I'm assuming you're taking a carriage. Yes. Yeah. If it's far enough, then yeah. yes. And you're going to, uh, as you're going near the section where you assume what the lab area is, I'm assuming you get off early, you start walking in that direction. You get a few looks because you are a mourner without a noble in the east end. Yep. And as you're going to uh, about a block away, you start hearing music from speakers. You hear the violin sonata number nine by Ludwig von Beethoven, commonly known as the Krutzer Sonata, on speakers all over the block. Mm, I don't know that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, computer. You're welcome. <laughs> I was really hoping that it caught enough of what you said that it was going to start <laughs> yeah, playing it, because that would have yep. been amazing. You start hearing that being played. And you see, standing, walking out of a door, one, and then two, zombie lords. They stand in front of you. They point their heads in your direction. And you see two flashes as their heads topple off. And behind them are two mourners. There we go. (laughs) That's an entrance. (laughs) I mean, the the, the planning (laughs) to get the zombie lords... (laughs) Okay. You can. I'm going to say with uh, tell, enough tells you to realize that the Zombie Lords was defenses of the the mourner. The other two mourners there for different reasons. You see Jack and Jill, the mourners of Craven, staring at you. Exculpus is out, and behind them you see 
Byron. Oh no, <laughs> Moira! Uh, you have come to this fairy tale end of this little expedition. I had to make an arrangement with uh, Sheridan, and it seems like Sheridan made an arrangement with Miss Craven, and she was oh so willing to deal with me once I explained the situation. I am sure you understand that uh, Jack and Jill are very skilled, and I've instructed them to please take you alive. But uh, I have to go retrieve something very important to me. Ma'am, sir, don't kill her, if all possible. And as you're Byron, you're rushing off, uh, Moira, you see as uh, jumping from roof, these two massive men, boom, boom, next to Byron and run with him. Ta! If looks could kill. <laughs> Roll for initiative! I know a good divorce, divorce lawyer. <laughs> Jill has 23, Jack has 20. Jesus, I am re-rolling. Okay. Using one of my corruption. Oh, you sure? Yes, because I would have been at like 15. I'm okay. like, no, I'm not letting both of them <laughs> go at... Yeah. Like, I rolled five. Like, I can roll better <laughs> okay, than that. Okay, fair enough. Don't look at my dice, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't even, don't even breathe on my dice. Go stand in the bathroom. <laughs> there we yeah, go. Nice. All right, so that's eighteen plus uh, ten for the first round. So I go at 28. 28. twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. You definitely go first. And then after the first round, I go at twenty-five. So I still go ahead of them. So both Jack and Jill charge chance. at you, but you go first. Of course, I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's the thing. They were told to take me alive. I have no one giving me orders Fair right enough. now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. That could end this. I could end this so fast. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> That's Do it. You ever seen the movie uh, Equilibrium? No. Uh, you should. Yeah. It's not great, but it definitely culminates in a sword fight that lasts two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, action one, first, atta- first uh, attack. Because I get two attacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, per action, correct. Yep. Okay. So, uh, which one had the higher initiative? I'm going to assume that's the one that reaches that I would reach first. Yeah, Jill. All right, so going for Jill first. Yep. And for the head. Yep, it's going to be 16. Oh, I miss. Okay, second attack. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Uh, 16, but nope, with. Favorite 17. Nice. You just hit her. How much damage do you do? This is plus 12. Mm-hmm. 15, 27. Minus their vitality, which is 4. Damn. Minus their armor, uh-huh. which is 2. Do they have uh, neck armor? Hmm? Do they have armor on their neck? Do mm-hmm. mourners have armor on their neck? Yeah, I'm assuming mourner on... If, you're, if they knew they were going to fight a mourner. Okay. I'm going to say mm-hmm. they had armor around their neck mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, so it's going to be 4 vitality... Mm-hmm. Plus six. And what was your total? 27. So that's still 21. You behead her. Yes! Yeah. You yes! Nice. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the, the the action is, you know, like just these these shadows are amassing <laughs> in the middle of a park. Yep. And uh, Jill reaches Moira first and Moira's blade, we're going to say, intentionally went high <laughs> yep. to get Jill to, to just look up slightly so that Moira's second blade could come under that you know, metal cuff that she has around her neck. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got a little cameo on it. Yep, it actually yep. looks very yep. classy. And then right underneath it. Yep. 
Well, yeah. So, and you behead Jill, blood spurts everywhere because it's a Kurosawa movie. Mm -hmm. And behind your enrage, you see Jack coming at you. (laughs) Because in real life, when you behead a person, it's actually pretty clean. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Uh, He's gonna try to hit you. Your coordination is uh, uh, your coordination plus your that's plus eleven. Yes, is it fifteen? Okay, nice. All right, his first attack. Wow. Uh oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's not one. It's not oh, bad. okay. Oh, wait. So, so, oh, yeah, it's, it's a, a bad one. All oh, right. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, I've built up these guys throughout this game for so long, and they're He's about gonna to die. He's going to use his round. own second chance to reload. <laughs> oh, nice. That's better for his sister. So, that's two, 12, 17 to hit you. All right. So, I get, I'm going to use um, my second action to dodge then. Okay. Which I now have a plus one to because I bought Body Mastery mm-hmm. with my XP. Nice. Yeah. So dodging is... Oh, wait. Did he... He was attacking me with an Exculpus. Yes. Oh, I'm actually going to parry because I have Duelist, so this is free. Okay. Still a 17. So this... What? Well, she She, could have, but I didn't... If she doesn't have the Duelist, son. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this is going to be eight. uh, This plus eight. Uh, 20. All right, you parry the first blow, but he has a second attack. Okay. So that's the same 17. All right, so that... I can't do Duelist twice, mm-hmm. so... Do you have for post, by any chance? But it only comes if he misses, not if he was parried, I assume. No, no, parry yeah. as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do not have... Okay, uh, okay. cool, cool. Yep. All right. All right, so... So he had, so you, can, you could dodge this time. Yes, so now yep. I'm going to try to dodge. Okay. Which is just this plus... What do I, is there an, anything that I used with dodge? Uh, it's your coordination, I believe. Okay. So this plus five. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12, 17. Mm-hmm. Defender. But he wrote- Defender wins. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh. Yep, because he was going to hit you for a lot if, you, if he had hit you. But yeah, okay. So that was his two actions, his two attacks before his action. All right. Top of the round. D- so he only has one action mm-hmm. per round? No, no. Uh, wait, how many actions do you have? I have two actions total, mm. but my dodge wasn't Oh, right. Free. So, yeah, he's going to use his second action Damn then. Damn it. Okay. And try to attack you again. All right. Now, this I just need to take, right? Yep. Uh, That's cocked. Really dice. Uh, that's a, does 11 hit you, by any no. chance? No. Okay. Then his second attack. Does a 7, 9, 14. And you have 15. 15. Final second uh, chance. Final I... second chance. 10. 17 again. All that right. That hits you. That hits me. And it's going to be D10 plus his vitality, which is four, plus his uh, scope, which adds plus two, so six, two, plus whatever this is. That is a 19 to hit you. All right. So minus my vitality, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that brings it down to a 15. Minus your armor. 14. Oh, but do you have neck armor? <laughs> because I forgot he's uh, aiming for your neck. Uh-huh. No, he's not because he's there's minuses. Yeah, yeah. If he was aiming for your neck, uh, there would have been minus control, alive, and he so. would miss. You are also right. So it's minus three. Out. So and yeah. I did say he was aiming for your neck, so he misses. <laughs> okay, you're right. I forgot about the minus three, and I rolled a seventeen. That would have missed. You're right. So top Woo! of the round. Woo! So this is just like you guys are. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are just. 
right. Yeah, and because we are more so like normally in a film where there's like some sort of, of yep. blade fight, there's that's like Ugh! wait, no, I forgot. He's an Undertaker. He would have taken the merit to not take any negatives from do it going for the head. Oh, yeah, the mourners have. Yep, that. yep, and I would have okay. definitely taken that. So. Well, is he a mourner or is he an undertaker? Sorry, sorry mourner. Okay. Because, yeah, so no, I was going to be like, no, okay. it's a mourner skill. So we're just going to roll, how much was the damage? I mean, no, I'm going to just roll damage. No, you said, so. Or how much was the damage originally? It was 19 originally. It was 19, it was 19 originally. So minus my four Vital. vitality. Yep. Uh, so that Miss brings it down to 15. 15 minus your, do you have neck armor? All right, so come on. Neck armor is not actually standard mourner gear. That's fair. Well, she does hang out with people who hunt vampires all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say you have neck armor. Cool. Okay, right. so further minus two. All right, so that brings it down to 13. So that is a s- flesh wound. That, no, it's a serious wound. Oh, okay. serious wound? Mm-hmm. So yep. minus two, minus two. Minus two to your coordination, minus two to your skills. All right. So the first time I've taken, like, actual damage yeah. in glad. years. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. <laughs> this is supposed to be a tough fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're at the top of the- You're now at the top okay. of the round. All right. And remember, you're at minus two to skills. Minus two. All right, so this will be- just at plus four. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Yeah. That is a 16. I said he was a 16 before. All right. So that. Is he injured as well? Mm-hmm. He was not injured. Oh, okay. Don't you have a preferred weapon bonus? That's built in. Oh, okay. Yeah, because my skill rating is effectively mm-hmm. six. So, second, uh, oh boy, second corruption. Oh boy, <laughs> David once again looks away. Yep, there we go. Nice. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 to hit. He's gonna use his action to dodge. Four, that was so close. <laughs> yeah, wait, that's a mm-hmm. coordination of five. So that's 12, 17, doesn't make it. All right. Um, yeah, you know what? I hit him. Let's see if I take off his head. All right. That is 192931. Whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I think he's. Yeah, dead. that's a zero and a nine. <laughs> oh, that was a great roll. Jesus Christ. Whoa. Yes. All right. Okay, so <laughs> Mora, just paint us the scene. Yeah, yeah, just paint us the scene. Just as as like a, some notes. <laughs> One, no music for this combat, yeah. and two, I think it's literally just the sound of like two curtains in the wind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like there's no there's no grunting. There's no witty repartee. These are two death shadows. Mm-hmm. And uh, it used to be three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two seconds ago there was three of us. Yep. Now there's two, and um. This is uh, this is such a clean, fast cut that at first it looks like she missed. <laughs> oh, nice. And then you said it's Kurosawa, mm-hmm. so his head just yeah. slides off and falls at her feet. Next to right his, ne- yes! next to his sister, their foreheads touch, leaning against. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Byron. Woo! Yes! <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that was so stressful. <laughs> Woo, everybody's I gave you a great scene, though. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> getting their version of the doctor yeah. moving his own heart. Everybody's getting their. And now I'll, I'll, yeah, all right, so yeah, let's keep, I won't. I won't talk anymore. I want to keep going. Okay, Whew. all right, all right. All right. Enjoy a serious wound, though. Mm-hmm. No, it is not a serious wound. 
Nice work. High five. It, oh, it is a serious moment. Yeah, it, it, goes, it goes from flesh to serious. Yep. Yeah. All right. <sighs> yep. And then, and you cut over to uh yeah, and you start <laughs> cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you actually you start sprinting. Yes. You start sprinting towards. Still, all you hear is like curtains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean you're already ahead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you they see- really should have quit while they were ahead. <laughs> Right. Oh, what's that old and saying? Three's a crowd, two's a dance, one's a Moira. <laughs> <laughs> Cutscene two, Regent's Park. It's a nice park. Uh, nothing seems to be happening, uh, and no sign of Moira. It's been about an hour. Mm. So, is that? Did you invite Andalanda to go with you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, how long was she supposed to take to get here? I've assumed she's been here for at least 45 minutes <laughs> trying to find her. I'm not sure. I don't see any, Where's co- the- I don't see any coat racks. <laughs> what do we do now? Do we keep waiting? Um, <clears throat> so, well, well, you you, t- you, you mentioned on the way off camera. Uh, <laughs> if uh, so, so we were looking for the body, correct? Aye, aye. Right, right, right. And and, and Moira knew where, where the, the soul, I guess, for lack of a better word, was, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you didn't uh, think that perhaps, uh, you know, the woman who has been in love with uh, Horatio forever um, might be more interested in the the soul that holds personality and memories rather right. than just the body. But she's 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 at the, she's at the soul she's at the soul place. Yeah, she's, that's what I'm saying. All right, so we have a choice here. Mm-hmm. Do we go get involved in Moira's crusade? Um, to stop this soul thing. Or, uh, and I take out a leather kit and I put it next to the doctor. Do we steal a fucking body? I mean, she sent us here, clearly, to keep us out of her way. Well, Operation Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna hoist a genetically altered body. Yep. Okay. Hoist, heist. Yep. Not hoist. I mean, eventually. All right. So you're basically going to a section. This of is, I mean, this is pretty much everything that Marcus wants, which <laughs> is a nonviolent response to stopping this. Yep, because he's he's hoping Byron's not here. Yeah, yep. oh yeah. Uh, as you're heading over there, and, and mm-hmm. you'd be surprised to know Byron is not there. He's distracted by something else. Yeah, uh, as you're heading over there, uh, I need you to give me stealth rolls if you want to get there stealthily, or you just want to barge in there stealthily. Okay, everyone gives me stealth rolls. No, oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> yep. I'll go first. Doctor, I'll go first and unlock the door for you. All right, and you have to be quiet doing it, right? <laughs> Quietly. <laughs> I'm going to say right. difficulty 16. Marcus okay. aboard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's an eight. Um, it's a four. Actually, uh, you know, instead of, I'm just going to actually, you guys roll, I'm going to actually roll against the perception of whoever might be seeing you. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, let's give him a. I think you're fine no matter what you roll. Cool. Uh, because so, it's, mean, uh, I, unless unless you, you can't beat a a nine. Entirely possible. So if I don't have stealth, what do I roll? Coordination? Just straight coordination. Coordination. Yeah. I think there's also a minus. Yep. Yeah. What, what would be the minus? No, I, I, I think you just don't add anything. Yeah, this yeah. is so, a straight oh, detail. Oh, yeah, you don't Oh, roll. I just I just, just roll straight roll. Right. Yep. All right. Roll my stealth. In which case, I will... I'm going to try to... Use a basic distraction. Throw a rock or something. <laughs> to try to distract them? Yeah. Like in the bushes. What do you know? 
who you're destroying. I mean, do they see anybody? Yeah, yeah. As you're as you're getting close, because you did you pass the roll? Oh yeah. Uh, you do see uh, in front of what looks like a door. Mm-hmm. Into what like you assume is like a small shack. Mm-hmm. These two massive, uh, obviously humongous, like giant men. Well, I got I got an eleven, so I think okay, I, I just yeah, right. made it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as you're getting close, you see them in front of the door, looking around. Mm-hmm. They don't notice your approach. All right. <clears throat> what? All right. Well, we're not going in the first floor, and I look for a second floor window. Hmm? No, so there's only one floor. Oh, it's only one floor. I'm sorry, what kind of... Oh, wait, so no, freaking no, never mind. You see them two men in front of a gazebo. I forgot you made out the gazebo. Ah, that's right. Yeah. No, mm. actually, no, there are... This is a gazebo. There, on either side of the gazebo, you see mm. two men. One in the front, one in the back. Even though it's circular, you know what I mean. You say they look like humunculi? They're clearly... Like in, if you didn't know they were uh, created people, you would think they were just overly large men. Like, maybe... Oh, that's seven feet tall. Pretty big. I mean, that's pretty hard to do on sludge for every day, but apparently some people are eat a lot of protein. Mm. And yeah. let's not forget that, like, he only changes, like, one to three faces. Like, they all... Yep. You've, yeah, you've yeah. seen some of these people. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. old first-person shooters. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, exactly. This is, yeah, this is uh, the golden eye. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Same, okay. Russian, same Russians with <laughs> yeah. a bulky face. Yep. Okay, so Adelanta has a... Uh, we've established Adelanta has the same jumpy power as mm-hmm. I do. Uh, so plan is to both jump quietly onto the top of the gazebo, mm-hmm. go position ourselves over both of the homunculi, take our knives or take our swords and stab down. Okay. If you have Mike, I can uh, get their attention. Only if this doesn't work. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. I need both of you to give me stealth rolls. All right. And they're going to still roll against you. Uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. have Adelanda roll first, and she is going to get a pretty high roll. So a 14 on her end, and they're both, the two sh- thugs are going to look around. They have a low, so uh, that is a 11. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're uh, above their heads. Uh, yes. All right. I got a, I got a 15, a 16, excuse oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. So one, All right. two, three. Stab. Yep. And then they both. Nice. All right. Doctor, come on. And I, I'm going to use my freakish super strength because it's still within the eight hours of Jesus. me. Uh, and I'm going to deposit their bodies into the bushes. Cool. I will say mm-hmm. it is near the eight hours because it's four hours to oh, go yeah. over there. And totally get it. So, so it's near the end of your super strength. Yep. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. All right. And we look around the gazebo for a doorway or something. Yep. Or maybe like a skull that you have to lean back and press a button. Yep. Or, you know, like a, 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 a church organ where you have to play like mm-hmm. a song or is there a trap? Is there a yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, oh yeah, it's it's a bunch of gems and there's three statues. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, yeah, you see that there's a circle in the middle that seems off color, like a circle of off color paint. I I try to lift it up. All right. Give me a straight throw. All right. All right. So that's a seventeen. That's enough of your as metal bends, and you see before below your staircase. Okay. Right. I'll go first. I'll right. go second. All right. I'll bring up the rear. Is it dark in there, or mm-hmm. is it dark in there? Is it lit? Uh, it's lit. Okay, cool. Yep. yep. Hop on down. Yep. Yeah, Doctor's got both his uh his uh, no, he's just got his timidifiers and doesn't have yep. two weapon fighting, so he's got timidifier out, but his pistols at the ready. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you go down the stairs and mm-hmm. you hear the sounds of bubbling and crackling energy, and in in the middle you see a uh, and you go into a largest room with uh, sort of like test tubes, electricity flying in it, and you see a, a massive tube with a massive uh. Man, but bigger than the ones you saw outside. 
and in the center, like and on the corner, look working on something is a is what looks like a large, uh, tallish man in plaid, in a plaid suit. Doctor, shoot him for that. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> yeah. So long as he's within sixty five feet, uh, I'm taking a a shot with taking my fire at the at the dude. Yep. Would he be considered surprised? He is fairly surprised. Yep. Yes. Yep. All right. So what bonuses do I get for him being surprised? I don't think he. Is, I think generally you don't get a coronation, but you don't get a coronation for he doesn't get a coronation bonus because you're shooting instead of. I guess. Yeah. All right. right. Yeah. So he's he's just eleven as usual. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't get their coordination roll if they're yeah. suppressed. Yep. All right. So this is effectively pl- just standard plus six mm-hmm. because pistols five and, and uh, preferred weapon. That is a seventeen to hit. And let's roll for him to see what happens. Oh, is he going to shit all over his super nice <laughs> yeah, suit? exactly. He got hit, so he just... He's going to shit over his super nice suit. Oh, no, guys. We killed the lead singer of the Mad Mad Boss Tones. <laughs> yeah, As you hear screaming. Ah! Yeah. Ah! Loud screaming. Nope. Cover ah! his mouth. Yep. He was on the other side of the room, I said. So yeah. it, t- it takes you a second to reach that. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. We're inside a gazebo. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's otherwise out of commission. Yep. 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 Yeah, and that's one shot down. I got four more of those. Mm-hmm. All right, Doctor. Look around. What kind of science is this? Ah, seems to be some kind of galvanics and... Oh, ooh, ooh cloning facilities. Why is that man so large? Because somebody spent a lot of time at work on him. Mm-hmm. That looks nothing like Horatio. Or at least the oil paintings. Yep. Yeah, no, that's not Horatio. And as you're there talking, you hear... Red lights start flashing. And a door opens. What kind of science is that? Okay. Uh, that's a sign. That's an alarm. That's just an alarm. Yep. And a, a door on the far end opens, mm-hmm. and you see what looks like two of those homunculus people from upstairs mm-hmm. coming through. One wielding an axe, mm-hmm. the other also wielding an axe. And then you hear as a fist slams through that cir- cylinder, and you see that massive, na- very naked but very large man step out of the, the cylinder tube. Retreat. Mm-hmm. We're getting at it. I'm getting everybody out of okay, there. Okay, roll for initiative first. Yep. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so initiative is plus uh, prowess. Yep. Run, bitches! Run! So 17. First, we're going to roll for the two uh, homunculus dudes. They don't have that high. So the first guy rolled a 16. Second guy rolled a... Oh, come on. You're going to do better than that? So that's a 10 for the other guy. And then for the big guy in the tube... Yes. Uh, that is a 22 okay. for him. Okay, you guys. Uh, all right, so I got a 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 17. Okay, so th- whatever the lambda gets. Yeah, one second. So 13 for Marcus. 17 for yep. the doctor. And Adelanda is going to get... Actually, technically... Okay, that's pretty good, Adelanda. Uh, let's see, so that's 20 for Adelanda. But the big guy goes mm-hmm. first. Uh, I'm going to say the closest person I'm going to say is Marcus. Mm-hmm. He stares down at you. This is not the first time that the body we've shown up to apprehend is quite alive. Yep. And he's just staring down at you. Realize that what you have first assumed was just naked flesh. Mm-hmm. There's something about it you realize it's almost uh, out of character. It's, it, feel, it looks like Kevlar. His skin. Groovy. <laughs> cool. And you look at his fist and there seems to be like his knuckles. There seems to be some sort of metallic metal there. We fighting doomsday. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like it, doesn't it? Yep. And he's gonna look at Pawn you, uh-huh. Marcus, and he's gonna punch you in the face. Alright. He's gonna at least attempt to. This sounds this is fun. Yep. We're so that's fun. 12, 15 to hit. 
Okay. Cool. So now what do I do? It's, Coordination plus your eleven. Uh, so it's f- uh, so. Do I still have the bonus from blood? No. Or, okay. It's so it's a that's a fifteen. Uh, Defender wins. Okay. That's it. Whoosh. Yep. And I barely duck underneath a massive fist. Second attack. All right. Uh, it says, uh, so that's a twenty. He's attacking twice. Yep. Two attacks per action. Don't. No, no, no. There's actions, but mm-hmm. there's people that say you can do two attacks. Two right, right. Like I, do with my, yeah. like I do with my and guns. Okay. like this would have that ability. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that definitely hits you. I'm assuming okay. 20 hits you. Now yes. for damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Unless you want to try to dodge a 20. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I have free dodge. Yeah, so free dodge. dodge. You can try, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Uh, then he's going to hit you. Uh so it's going to be this, and I'm going to see his disc. So is he using Spitfire to attack twice, or is this a monster power? It's a monster power. Okay. 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 So, so that's a twenty-one. You can make him re-roll with your second chance if you have oh, one. He also takes off like your, your vitality. Your, yeah. vitality. Vitality is five. Yeah. So yep. that brings it down to a sixteen. And then my oh wait no I forgot to because vitality is six. Mm-hmm. Then his fist makes it at eight Uh-oh. plus. That's Six. I was doing the math wrong. So that's fourteen. No, that is right. Okay, never mind. Sorry. So it is. Tw- it is twenty-one. Okay. So that would bring it down to. Uh, let's see. I got a five vitality, uh, and so that would bring it down to a sixteen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Right? And then yep. Any armor you have yeah. yep. is one. So they bring it down to a fifteen. So I have a serious wound, which is minus two, minus two. Yep. Correct. Yep. All okay. right, yeah, and so the second one just clocks me, and I slam against a wall. Yep, and then now Adelanda, seeing the situation, <laughs> did you scream out, run? <laughs> I probably screamed out, run! <laughs> okay. She's going to try to grab the doctor and jump out the jump up. Yep, sounds, sounds like a smart move. Okay, uh, she's going to just give a straight coordination to try to pick you up and just go, because she can do that. She's a vampire lady. All right. She does not do that with a 7 plus 4, that's just 11. So that's not happening. So she tries to pick you up and jump with you, but the fist of the creature basically kind of gets in her way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And that is her action. 17, Dr. Israel, go. All right. I'm going to try and hit the big guy with a humidifier hit. Okay. He's a half, it's a half-life as far yep. as I can tell, Yep. which means oh, it yeah, should man. be susceptible to it. Yep. All right. It's going to be a 16. I yep. don't want to know what this dude smells like when he shits himself. No, sorry. It was 17. Yes, yeah. creature. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh no, that's a miss. Yep. But you know what? I'm, uh, I've got two corruption. It's, it's a new. It's since a new session. Do I effectively just yes. get my? Yep. All right. So I'm. A, yeah, I'm gonna use one of my corruptions yep. to re-roll that because I do not want Marcus to die right after I fired him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not much better. Uh, that's you Did said you it was seventeen. 17. No, I got a sixteen. Did you pull a name? What? Did you aim? You oh, wait, aim. I got a free, yeah, I do have the, the, the free fast aim? aim, yeah, the free aim. Uh, yeah, so the did, you inc- did you include Yeah, the- no, I did not. How much was the, how much aim? It was five? Yeah, so that's definitely hit, because that's, uh, that's it's 21. Plus, it's plus five to aim? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, so 21. That definitely hits. Okay. All right, he uh, has to deal with the effects. Yep, okay. Let's yeah, first, let's page, roll it. Yeah, it's page uh, 205 that mm-hmm. has them. Crit. Wow. Oh. He takes it. Wow. Long. Okay. Yeah. I, got, for, I can't even complain about that <laughs> one. It's like, he, oh, it's a, now you, 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 for the first time you shoot him and you're proud of yourself and you fully expect, uh, him to escape from all his liquors to escape from every hole. Yeah. And he just, he's, it, it hits him and there's a rippling in his flesh and you realize he adapted. 
Oh. <laughs> ah. <like> the Borg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So that was Dr. Israel, unless you have a second attack on you. I do have a second action. Oh, but, but that's everyone yeah. has to go first yeah, before yeah. you do that. All right. Now it's going to be uh, henchman number one is going to go for, uh, let's say, uh, because Marcus is distracted by big guy. So mm-hmm. he's going to go for Andalanda. Uh, first guy is going to try to go for Andalanda. Uh, 15 plus 2. So 17, which is going to hit her. So, And considering the danger, I'm going to have, I'm gonna have uh, Adelanda try to parry this blow. Mm-hmm. Oh, she does parry. And she has riposte, or whatever it's yeah, called. Repost. Okay, yeah, repost. Okay, so it's going to be... Repost. Okay. Uh, you see her, you see the headman axe go for her head. She dodges it and with a rape, with her rapier goes for its art, but moves mm-hmm. to the left because she realized where the heart actually is this time from last session. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and stabs in and the creature falls dead. Yeah, girl. Yep. That's how we do in Prussia. Yep. The other one, though, goes into strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be this. Yeah, that misses. All right. And they don't have uh, any extra attacks because they're schmoot mucks. So top mm-hmm. of the round. A uh, big guy is going to try to hit you. Um, do I get to go? All right, yeah. So actions again. Sorry. <laughs> Multiple actions. But he does yeah. have a second action, so he does go. I didn't go once yet, did I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went. You went. You went and uh, tried to escape. smashed? He tried to escape. And he... Oh, wait, no. I don't oh, think. No. no, he just attacked Oh, me. yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't, uh, you're, I yeah. thought you. Oh, no. Mark, oh, no. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot you were 13. You're, you're way Marcus, down there. Marcus, run! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so uh, henchman number two also misses, but you're technically a 13. So okay. go, so go. And then he's going to be Prometheans from top of the round. All right. I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna yell up the stairs, and then I'm just gonna keep start blasting at uh, while backing up at uh, the big guy. Okay, roll it. All right. So let's do this, and this is going to be a aimed strike. Mm-hmm. One gets aim, one does not. Okay. Wow. Uh, that is a twelve. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus a three, so that is a fifteen. 20. That definitely hits. Two hits. Nice. Okay. Cool. It's this plus six plus five. Mm-hmm. So plus nine. So 19. Damage to the head. 19 damage to the head. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Minus is minus four armor, making it a uh, 15. Yep. Which so is a serious wound. Serious wound. Yep. Oh, shit. I didn't add my serious uh, wound modifiers to that. Oh. I did not. Oh, right. I did not. I still hit him with the 20. Yes, you do. Um. So, yeah, that's it. I oh, still yeah, hit yes. him with the 20. So, he now has a serious wound. My, my gun is not wounded. I am. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. And you have a second attack? A second shot, right? Yes. Okay. And this will be minus two. And so, you have two attacks per action. Yes, because I'm using two two pistols. Okay. Is there any negatives or is it just... Uh, no, because I, uh, okay. I bought the dual weapon okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. And that is a uh, eight five, so that's a thirteen minus two, so that is eleven. Eleven plus three, so that is plus a plus three? Fourteen. Yeah, it's my pistol. Oh right, right, okay. Uh, so that's a fourteen to hit. That hits. Okay, cool. And this is not aimed, this is just shooting him in the chest. Mm-hmm. And that is a twelve plus uh six, so that is a seventeen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Eighteen, 18. damage? Yeah. Okay. Minus four is still just a serious wound. Okay, so cool. Still minus two, minus two. Yep. Pew, pew, and back up, back up. Yeah, yep. and it, it, you, yep. th- you see him thud into his chest, and there's a small splurt of blood. Great. Excited, excited for him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, top of the round, mm-hmm. you're still close enough that mm-hmm. he's going to try to punch you again. Cool. All right, so first attack. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, does a 20 hit you? Yes. Because this guy is rolling really high. Mm-hmm. You going to try to dodge or parry it? Um, I'll go for a free dodge. Actually, no, wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you still have an action left. So if you want to use it. Well, I we're still dodge. we're still technically in the first turn. If well, he, he has free dodge, he can just do yes, it. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Actually, no, it was, not, it was a 19, not a 20. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Crit! Whoa. Yes! Oh, yeah, double O's. You get a free shot. As yes! You dodge a blow and you're able to... I'm going to say you just get a free shot at him if you want to try it. Yeah. Free like, shot yeah. as in, like, he hits and he just does damage rolls damage? No, no, he or? still has to try to shoot the gun. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, uh, I, I duck, land on my ass, and then, yeah. like, start scooting away. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to try to shoot him. All right, that's a nine. Minus two, so that's a seven. Uh, plus three, so that's a ten. So you miss. Yeah. As you push back, you, you try to aim for the head button. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So uh, I'm going to say with a crit, he doesn't get a second attack. Yeah. Because he, he, yeah. he whiffs that. Okay. Cool. So everyone else who has second uh, a second action. So, Atheus, Dr. Rizzo, do you have two actions? Yes, I do. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, oh, sorry. Adelana goes before you. And she yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, and she says run. Yeah, I think you said run? Go up the yeah. Stairs, yeah. All right. I'm going to try to grab you again and try to get out of there. Go for it. That This time, seven plus... I'm going to say, yeah, she does it. She grabs you, and then you just feel yourself jumping into the air. Can I, as I'm being dragged yes. away, yes. just Take- toss a vitriolic shell? Yep. I want to toss it at the at the entrance, and it hits everything in a five-foot radius, nice. basically. Nice. So I'm, I'm hoping Before that Before or after Marcus? Preferably after. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming. <laughs> okay. I enough. aim for Marcus. Yep. You haven't signed the employment papers yet. <laughs> <laughs> you mean nothing to me now, Marcus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Uh, Welcome to the gig economy, my Motherfucker. <laughs> so, right. yeah, how do you want to handle that? I'm going to say, give me a 11 coordination roll. All right, can do. Uh, ooh, ooh. Damn, 19 plus 3, 22. Yeah. Uh, so anything that's in range takes a plus 8 damage uh, attack this round, and then for the next three rounds, a plus 6, a plus 4, and a plus 2 until All right, it rolls out. So... Ah, and then snake eyes for the damage. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah. So that's a ten you for see, damage. You can roll your uh, second chance. Yeah, yeah, you can. Does, I'm gonna does, say you can. That does work for damage, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. it seems a waste to waste yeah, a yep. plus eight damage. Yep. Yeah. All right. So yeah, but that's that's my last second uh, chance. Uh, much better. Eleven plus eight, nineteen. So 19 that would damage? be an incapacitating wound. Uh, wait, uh, let me check. Do they get things for it? Virus, everyone within a five foot radius will be covered with acid. In the first round, victim suffers a plus eight damage roll. Um, yeah, it doesn't say anything about okay. about. Uh, you see, else. I'm going to say for storyline reasons. You see, you you the right past Marcus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the glass explodes on the ceiling. It rains down on the two homunculuses and the giant cre- even bigger giant creature. Yep. For the two homunculuses, they start to scream and melt, bashing stuff yep. around. Uh, and actually, sadly, some acid goes on the. The scientist in plaid, and for his crime of plaidness, he's dead. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you do see the ja- bigger creature. He does take a. He looks seriously hurt, but he's not down. He looks pissed. Yep. He, but he's also just slamming the, slamming his former home, the tube, and everything around him. He is very distracted, which allows for you to run if you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We came. We saw. We <laughs> whatever. Yep. Yep. And you jump out. All right, and. Um, Yep. Yeah, jump out, and Marcus is going to help carry the doctor, um, and he's going to need more help being carried by Adelanda, and he's just coughing with the uh, mm-hmm. with the with this acrid smell of the of the concoction, and he says, uh, 
He says, I don't think, that, <laughs> I don't think that was, I don't think that was a ratio. <laughs> no, I think that you're trying to fuck. Uh, I think that Sheridan's trying to fuck people in the deal. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, no, that definitely wasn't a ratio. So what now? Now you're my guests. You look around and because probably because of the smoke and the fact that you really died horribly because of some massive creature. Fair. Mm-hmm. You look surrounding you. What? Looks like uh, about 40, 50 men and women with guns aimed in your direction. 40 or 50. And you're and you see standing uh, behind this horde of people, you see Sheridan, and next to him, Horatio's, oh, sorry, yeah, Byron's mother, Beatrix. And you see her, Sheridan goes like, would you so also kindly be my guests? Where are the police in this town? I think half of them are. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I tell you where they are in, in her pocket. <laughs> Cut scene two. <laughs> Byron, you're halfway through the. You thought at first it was a lab, but it's not. It's, it's more like a ritual, a series of ritual rooms. Uh, you're there with the two goons. They, I sure didn't even bother giving these creatures name, but they're really good in a fight, killing zombies left and right. One of them twists the neck off a feral vampire with its bare hands. Oh. And as you're there charging, you hear someone behind you. Do you, do oh, you sorry, hear? Sorry, sorry. Okay, no. Well, I, I, I would say I would have to roll if it's that. Okay, it's fair. That's fair. It's true. It's fair. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to roll for the two guys because they're too busy crushing some skulls. Fifteen. Uh, what am I going for? Mm, perception, so it'll be uh, wit. Sixteen. Nice. All right. All right. So you do. I, it is like at first you think it's the wind, but that close, I'd say at first you think the there's a, a, a draft down so here. Are you trying to charge him to jump on him or, or are you trying to sneak up on him? I'm trying to sneak. Cool. So as uh, you're getting really close, suddenly Byron turns around and an elephant gun is like pressed like right in front of your face. Laura. I'm happy to see that Jack and Jill uh, weren't that much trouble. I then note the blood that is coming from some of your wounds. What, she only has one wound. I mean, it's a it's a nasty cut on her mm-hmm. shoulder, but only right. one wound. What uh, the nasty cut? And he just takes a couple steps back. Well, we kill boss," says one of the big homunculus. Moira just looks at you, waiting for the answer to that. She has both of her exculpuses in her hand, but doesn't, she's, you know, it's loose, it's comfortable. She's ready to act, but she's not actively threatening anybody. Any more so than she does with her mere existence. Moira? Byron is just finally, that's a soft sigh as if he's just very tired. You don't look like you have much fight in you. Strike to the head is all I need to bring you down. Now, Moira, I need you to remember something, because you've always been a thorn in my side. You just won't give up. And I just want you to remember how I dealt with those damn fey creatures in France. How I handled the situation. What would Marcus say if he saw you here now in front of me? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit you with the stock of my gun, and you're going to go down and take a nice long nap. And when you're done, this will be handled. 
I know exactly what Horatio would want. And I am going to fulfill my brother's wish. Good night, Moira. And I'm going to strike, I'm going to spin my gun around and slam it right into her face. And I'm going to hope she allows it. She does. All right. And uh, Moira, you fall unconscious. Byron's just turning away and says, Come on, gentlemen. I need you to take care of the mourner for us. That seems to not be able to die. And then I can get the soul. Yes, boss. And, and they just- fall. And yeah, as you start charging towards the center, you see a large ritualistic chamber. There's all these symbols of death from various cultures. And standing in a chair is the mourner. And standing I'm, in the sorry, chair. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> How do I say that? Mourners have a flair for the dramatic. Yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, so sitting on a chair is the mourner. Above him is a, the, smoke, the canister with Horatio's soul. Welcome to my domicile, Byron. Hello. Um, I'll be taking that. It's mine. Mm-hmm. So you owned your brother's soul? Yes. Yes, I did. He owned mine and I owned his. We're the only ones that ever looked out for each other, and now it is my duty to look out for him. Give me the soul, and I won't come back to finish the job once you start regenerating. The Cold War is over. Sheridan's people have already try- are already making moves to take this place. Give us the soul. Now. Or I can just aim right here and take my shot at that glass. This is an elephant gun. It could probably crack through anything. How hard would it be to get my brother's soul back then? Give me a persuasion roll. Oh, yeah. Rolling a second chance, gotcha. Uh, not a second chance, oh, I have. Oh, I have, have the ability. Every social thing <laughs> impossible. If I lie, I seduce, I try to do <laughs> yep. credibility, I just have yep. ability to... That's worse. So, second chance. <laughs> there it is. Mm-hmm. And then I'm using uh, my charm. Yep. 23. He looks at you. He's cross-legged on his chair. His hand on the side of his face. Then in a flash, you're as the bindings uh, that held the glass container to the to the wall are undone. He and it lands on his hand. You see it throw it at you. I catch it. Yep. You killed my brother. This is on you. And don't don't say. I already know. You were trying to kill me. You're really bad at your job. And for a man who claims to be working for the future, to screw up that badly should have told you that you are not the man to lead us into a new generation. I look towards the homunculus. Kill him. And I am running! Yep. And as you're running, here, roar! And then, topple, topple. <laughs> taking off running, taking off running. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to the entrance before this guy catches me. If he yep. is going to chase me, uh, you're running. Give me perception chest. Check. Check. 
17. Yep. You see nothing, no one running after you. Great. Um, yeah, I guess I'm heading out, unless Moira is going to be uh, waiting for me. Oh, yeah, you know, are you going to be waiting for me uh, now uh, at the entrance? It's your choice. I, I, I was going to say, it's like, I got my face bashed in. Yeah, she was unconscious. You're not unconscious. I didn't hit her that hard. Oh. You, sa- you said that you knocked me unconscious. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. I, I, did, I mean, I would have thought I had to roll for that. This was more of a, I was telling her to pretend. Like, oh, you know, that's, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that yeah you was, did not communicate yeah, clearly yeah, that it should yeah. be pretend. If I, okay. You got that? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, then, then I would have rolled my uh, expressive eyes, which is just like the pretend, but I thought Angela got it. Oh, okay. I wasn't right. actually trying to. All right. So you get okay. hit in the head and you fall down, but no, it's okay. not even close to the amount. All right. I mean, Byron doesn't, he couldn't even generate that amount of power. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were, you were bragging about your elephant gun. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, if I shoot it. Yeah, yeah so is Byron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So you are probably waiting for me at some point. Moira's at the door. Mm-hmm. Thank and uh, Byron holds up the crystal with the soul. And he holds up a finger. Moira, we need to go now. Moira steps aside. Or, actually, Moira wants to take a look around. Okay, give me a perception test. And that's with wit, right? Yes. Okay, I literally don't think I've ever rolled this. Uh, 9, 10, 11... I'm still at minus two, aren't I? Yes. Uh, so 12. No, you see nothing. All right. And Moira steps aside and let him, let's, uh, uh, figuring that any danger would be from behind. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're walking towards a carriage that Byron had taken here. Mm-hmm. Hops right in and yep. we're heading back home. And you do. There are no issues. As we're sitting in the, the carriage, Byron is, how big is this crystal? It's, it's mm-hmm. an orb, right? It's, it's a, a large orb, yeah. So about, yay big. So about, oh, how, wow. about your chest size. Wow. Wow, Jesus, that's giant. A lot of power in his soul. So he's just hugging it close and just staring down at it. Moira's just staring at it, too. I don't know what I want to do, Moira. I have no idea how this is going to turn out for you and me. I knew I needed to get his soul away from that man, which is why I worked with Sheridan. There's no way I could actually kill the mourner. So, I found somebody who could launch an attack against him with a sufficient amount of force that allowed me to get him back. So, I don't know what to do. Because every part of me feels that it's worth the chance to bring my brother back. I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do, Moira. I just knew I did not want my brother with that thing any longer. Moira's still just staring at the orb. I told Sheridan I would send him a message to tell him when I got this, so I need to stop off at a galvanic station. Why are you still working with him? Moira, I want... I don't know. But I think you can both agree. I think we can both agree of this. We either want him alive, or you want every part of him gone and rested. 
but we both agree that we want those men to have nothing. No control in our decision. If you go in to kick down the door and charge into the lab, all that's going to do is end with, I don't know, them releasing, releasing a giant Promethean and getting your ass kicked. But at least by following my lead, we can get close. I can get you closer. And then we can decide together on what we'd want to do. I promise you, Moira, I will not make this decision without you. Fine. So I stop off at, like, the crappiest Galvay annexation that you could imagine. Like, it's like, hello, governor! Yep. Hook us to the left, Galvation station to the right. (laughs) It's five for an hour. For hookers or the Galvanic station? Oh, I'm sorry. Six. <laughs> I just paid the six to go into the Galvanic station. And I send, uh, I'm going to connect to, uh, what's his face? Uh, Sheridan. Because he wanted a yep. message as soon as possible. Well? Your men were quite effective. I believe they tore him limb from limb. Jack and Jill were very helpful, though he got the better of them. In the end, he is... Your mourner friend is pulled apart, and it's going to take him quite some time to come together. Deception roll. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, going to do it again. You sure? Oh, you can. Yep. I can. 19. 18. <sighs> I have the soul... Your mother will be so happy to see it. Oh, is Moira there with you? No, she's okay. hiding. Okay. She's in the car. All right. She's in the car. <laughs> well, also, I mean, it's Galvanics. Can you, is there even an image with it? I thought it was all right No, no, in. I mean, yeah, but I thought in the same room. Oh, okay. oh, okay. So if it's not like, if you don't actually, yeah, she's no, yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. If, as long as there's like no. Yeah, room. yeah. Who's yeah. that behind you? Code Rack! <laughs> yep. Code Rack! Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you back at the lab. Uh, not exactly. We had some guests. What sort of guests? People you know. The Dampier, the other one, the Prussian one, I think, and the Doctor apparently tried to raid the lab. Would you know anything about that? Yes, I know exactly about that. I thought the little girl sent the image into my head. Apparently Marcus must have gotten the image as well. Hmm. Well, they are detained. You did not kill them. They are not dead. Yet. If. I return this soul and bring my brother back. It is agreed that they are to be let go, yes? Yes, I'll make sure they'll let go. By that point, they won't matter anymore. Agreed. Were you able to find Melinda? No. She was gone. I have no idea where she was. Hmm. Curious. I was sure he sh- she would have been with him. As would I. Hmm. You know nothing about you know nothing of that either, right? I know not. Taking her out of the taking her off would have been a major piece off the chessboard. She is not to be harmed. My <sighs> mother won't like that. It doesn't matter. True enough. True enough. No, she will not be harmed as long as she's not a problem. Okay, I'll be on my way. Give me an hour. Very well. Where? Sorry. Where am I going to meet you? Oh hmm? uh, well, my mansion, of course. Just through the front door. Just through the front door. Very well. I'll see you in an hour. In an hour. And as soon as I turn it uh, off the galvanic station, I'm like, ah, damn it, doctor! Doctor, they have our people. 
which means we're going to need a little help. And Myron is going to grab a piece of paper, grab like a inkwell and a feather pen, whatever they have, and he starts going to scribble something down. I don't think that's a feather. (laughs) (laughs) That's an extra 50 cents. (laughs) I'm going to write a letter to, and then uh, roll it up, pull out my seal, which is, I I, I unscrew my, uh, my cane. And then it's actually a stamp with my seal in it. Mm. And then I hand it to Mora. I need you. Oh, and one last thing. And I'm actually going to cut myself and uh, drip it onto the, uh, the, the, the the stamp. They <sighs> should be able to find me that way. I hand it to her. Take this. I need you to take this to someone. And then I need you and them to come find me because... They're the, I can't believe I'm going to say this, the only card I have left to play. Jesus, mm-hmm. you can read what I wrote. Imagine that sounding more Byron. I just kind of gave you the key points of why I need your help and what I'll be willing to do. Uh-oh, Jesus is making wow. the face. And I'll give it to Angela because I'm not hiding anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just hiding it from you, audience. Plus, Angela needs to know where she's going. Yeah, That's a big one. The final one, I mean. So, with that, one hour later, Byron is pulling up in his carriage. Mm -hmm. A hand is 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 dealt with. He wraps it. It was just a small prick anyway. And he's walking, carrying this giant orb in his arms. He walks up to the humunculus. Yep. Yeah, you see the two there. One moment, and then you hear a, where are they? Where are they? And you see coming, rushing up, you see Miss Craven. Where's Jack and Jill? They were supposed to report back to me. Oh, Miss Craven, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, uh, the mourner destroyed them. What? Take it up with Sheridan. This is, he was the one that volunteered your people. Are you, are you kidding me? Mr. Sheridan, Miss Craven seems to feel that you've cheated her. You son of a bitch. I, my father has cultivated those two little twins since they were born. I would have thought they, they were... would have been better then. I, my goodness. All right. Uh, what's your coordination? <clears throat> my coordination is uh, two. So 13 to hit you. Sure. <laughs> One and a three. She tries to slap you in the face. Uh, 18. Uh, brawl is, is it brawl? An arm mm-hmm. attack at 20. Byron just pops her in the face. Oh, yeah. She's knocked out. And he just he steps over her and he keeps on walking. Yep. Sheridan! In the back. Yep. And he's just following, uh, walking as much as he can. Mm-hmm. Occasionally he'll stop to trail his finger mm-hmm. uh, across like a painting just to check it out. Or a wall or a vase. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaving uh, just a splotch. Very nice. Uh, and then, but he's just going to keep on walking until he finds wherever they are. Yep, you go to the back to what you assume is the kitchens, and you see Sheridan in front of the door. I see you have it. Congratulations. Yes. Where are my friends? Downstairs. Shall we go? I'm trusting you, Sheridan. But of course. We all want the... Remember, we all want the same thing here. Mm-hmm. And then we can live as... Whatever dysfunctional family that you have planned for my mother. Do you really need to remain married to her after this? That's a very good point. I'll be honest, your your mother's a bitch. 
She's awful. She is terrible. Now, we, she just, is absolutely the first thing you bond over. Is like, yeah, we yeah. just <laughs> is it an elevator we're going down? It's an elevator. Yeah, we get like, oh, she's just the worst. Oh, <laughs> right. How? I mean, you're incredibly uh, rich, but how how much has she drained you? One percent. One percent. One percent. Oh, then you've got you are oh, better. Right. Yeah, you, you know. You know. I'm just. But we can't make the. I was gonna. What I was planning to do. I was maybe do a divorce. I, not, I don't. I don't need to hear it. Just you know, trust me. Once I get her ratio, do what whatever you want. And when she comes back to me, I will figure out what to do. Fair with enough. Her. Fair enough. Long you must talent. be a saint to have to deal with that for so long. Oh, I wouldn't call myself a saint. <laughs> yep. And rather, yep. I'm just hold, hugging this crystal to my body. It's heavy, but yep. I, I refuse to let anybody else hold it. And as you're there, uh, you go door opens and you see. A massive warehouse-like chamber, and you don't know. You you were going down for a while. So this is deep underground, and you see, uh, like it's like massive warehouse-like area with numerous what looks like people, people researching tubes everywhere. This is a plate, and with but more like more homunculus inside of it, as well as other homunculuses dressed, as well as regular people with guns. This is a place to build an army. Ah. This seems like a little bit more than I expected. My brother is supposed to be part of this. No, he's supposed to lead it. He will guide humanity to the next stage of its evolution. And why not you, Sheridan? Why not you? Because I'm not arrogant enough to believe I can do it. And you think Horatio could? Yes, he literally has it in him. I'm willing to accept being the advisor behind the throne. Of course, of course, and <laughs> of course, it seems like the Claytons aren't the only one full of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking for my friends as I'm he's leading me. Yeah, as he's leading you, you do see on an off corner, uh, tied by, uh, well, Dr. Israel's tied by regular rope. Mm-hmm. Tied by steel wire is uh, the two Dampiers, Adelanda and Marcus. Is the doctor asking questions? Oh, yeah. Oh, what is that? <laughs> Asking questions? No, he's criticizing their <laughs> methods. I, I have some notes. <laughs> exactly. This is not my first time being tied up yeah. in someone's laboratory. Exactly. After a while, they're like, he's like, would you really go for the six style? I would go for the 4.6. And the guy's like, that's stupid. And after a while, he's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, frankly, I feel this whole endeavor shows a lack of imagination. Why would you not give him tentacles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have the chance to give him tentacles. But how would giving him tentacles technically remove his battle prowess? Remove? You want him to have more! Tentacles are always more battle prowess! The more tentacles, the better at battle. That's the way it works. It's science. An intern is getting notes. Doctor? Oh, hey! Baron, let us out. I'm afraid I can't do that. I'm... That's useless. I'll always... You all right, Marcus? I've had better days. I can imagine you have. Marcus is glowering. Moira, unfortunately, um, she got in the way. Mm. (laughs) From the back. (laughs) And you hear the laughter of your mother. I shoot my mother a look. No, just just stop it. Shoot. I shoot my mother a look, and then I shoot a, a glare at Marcus. Mm-hmm. Why did you tell her where to find it? She didn't. It. She could have made it out of this, and she could have been with your husband. This is on you. In the moment you lock eyes, I'm going to do uh, expressive expressive eyes. Mm-hmm. 
Double ones. Come uh, at me. <laughs> I'm going to re-roll again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Much. No, you get nothing. <laughs> oh, no. You get nothing. You get a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you get a look of like... No one holds a crutch like an Irishman tied to it. Whatever. It's just the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, you you, you you get a look of like you think for a second he might be constipated, like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, what does that mean? Oh, yeah. he's full of shit. That's right. <laughs> and Byron's just gonna keep on walking. Mm-hmm. I wasn't patted down or anything, was I? No, good, good. So what they see is I definitely have the uh, elephant gun over my shoulder, uh, but I have a heavy my mm-hmm. heavy coat on and stuff like that. Yep, yep. And years later, further back, your mother follows behind, uh, and actually, uh, you see. Three thugs, actually, because uh, you're both tied up. You're on rolly chairs, and mm-hmm. they start dragging behind the rest <laughs> of the crew. Doctor, what? What does this even mean? Why do they need one bloke? There are lots of people. We're ruled by a woman. I'm just obsessed. I don't know. They must have some some obsession with his brother, just like just like Byron, just like everybody else, obsessed with this one guy. It's frankly tiring. His name might as well be MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it if they gave him tentacles, but not even. (laughs) And near the back of this warehouse, you see a large cylinder holding the clone body of Horatio. And you see next uh, attached to that cylinder is some sort of uh, large, larger squares object that inside you realize is big enough to hold that canister. Well, shall we begin? I'm eyeing this canister up and down. Do I see where they like the they can insert like drugs in there? Or oh yeah, like you that? can just stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, Byron's just kind of add, uh, yeah. Byron's just giving this an oddly academic look, as if trying to distract himself. Okay. All right. Mother. Hmm. Hold this, he says, as he gives her the the soul, and she holds it reverently. My boy. My boy. And Byron walks. And, uh, I'm just saying, this is the happiest you've ever seen your mother. Byron just walks up towards the uh, walks up towards the status and presses a hand against it and then leans his for his head against uh, this status pod, closes his eyes, and then kind of straightens up and says, "I'm sorry, I was late coming. I had to make a stop." He turns. He looks towards uh, over his shoulder towards Sheridan. Uh, I had something I. Left in the basement of the house, but uh, I found it. And with that, he is pulling out. Uh, Byron had went to the house and uh, raided the doctor's lab mm-hmm. for a very specific shot that happened on a tr- that the doctor shipped back to England at one point. The throat. <laughs> yes. So, um, nice. And Good then stuff. Get, and pull. He reaches into his reaches into his uh, jacket, pulls it out, and then injects it right into where. Yep. This would inject yep. things into. What are you doing? And then Byron's pulling out a gun. Mm-hmm. Small tranquilizer gun. Aims it at Marcus and fires. Enjoy, uh, I don't know, two cc's of Byron. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Holy crap. Give Lovely. Me a roll. It's going to be 11. Oh, I got 11 just on. Uh, yeah. Yep. You've thought about shooting Marcus for a while. <laughs> yep. Not in the eye. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. So you just get like just a nice dart full of just blood. Yep. Byron, uh, yep. mm-hmm. he would have probably gotten Adele's or something. It, it's mm-hmm. Adele's because Byron doesn't yep. trust his blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. I feel like Adele is otherwise occupied right <laughs> yep. now. Nope, don't mind me. Don't mind me. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's your butler. <laughs> your poor fucking butler. 
Hold still, will it? Why, Lord? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is what Byron does. Inject uh, the yeah, inject the status and shoot Marcus with the dart. And wait for death. You inject it into the canister. Mm-hmm. Marcus, I'm going to say you just break out of your chains. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking some stupid yeah. vitality. And you now. see you just break out. You see people preparing guns. Mm-hmm. And so you see Sheridan's like, shoot here! And as you're doing that, there's a blast. And uh, the blast on one of the sidewalls of the warehouse. And with the blast comes the smell of sewer. And charging in front, followed by an army of ghouls. Is Moira, and you see just the yeah, army of uh, regular the regular ghouls. You see, G- you see G. Merriweather, and you don't know where he got the military uniform. Oh God! But just screaming out in joy, holding the gun the wrong way. <laughs> is it is it British military or is it French military? French military mm. now. It looks like a custom made French military uniform. Somewhere there's a kid missing his Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> and you see a bunch of the French ghouls as well as other ghouls like just charging in and starting shoot some shooting, some uh, basically hitting with melee. Homunculuses are laying into them. And then there is another there's a sort of shiver. As from the elevator. You hear a crashing. As you realize that from the up top the elevator crashed down and exploded. The doors blast open, but everyone looks and they see a poof, poof, as bodies start falling down the elevator shaft, and the bodies bodies start to rise. As you see a horde of animates start, some of them shambling, some of them running into the melee. After another minute or two, as everyone's trying to figure out what happened, you notice two things. You notice another fall, but a man on his knees, the mourner, and in his hands he's holding Linda. Sheridan, I might have misjudged your ghoul's ability, your homunculus's ability. <laughs> and so, yep. yeah, Mahari is, like, running and trying to, like, dive behind whatever he can, mm-hmm. uh, but occasionally shooting a glance towards his brother's clone to see how that throat juice is go- doing. Uh, you glance, uh, finally, you notice that, A, uh, something seems to, he seems to be growing in thickness. Fur seems to be going all over its, his, well, its human body. And the displaced water, because physics... The displaced water explodes the cylinder, and you see this massive throat screeching out. And, uh, let's see if he hits Sheridan. He slashes at, at uh, Sheridan, and Sheridan gets a large mark across his chest as he stumbles back. And you see uh, Horatio the throat start to growl and just charge into the melee. Great, I'm looking for Mother. Now, every so do we do initiative? What do mm-hmm. we do? Right now, it's just a general melee. So what are you guys thinking of doing? I'll, and I'll explain oh. what's happening. Grab uh, the doctor and... Yeah, I was going to say, somebody, somebody could untie me. <laughs> Gra- nice. Grab the doctor and Alondra, bring them outside of the melee, and then in one fell swoop, <laughs> cut through their their uh, confinements. Give me a 16 coordination roll. Okie dokie. Yeah. Definitely. That's a 12 on the roll. And then that is a five, so it's a 17. Yep, easily enough, you're able to pull them out of the melee, and for your action, whoosh, mm-hmm. break them free. They're both free now. I'm going after Mother Dearest. Roll a 16 for me, please. This is coordination? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Nope, did not make it. Nope. All right. She's able to... There's. Uh, it's not that she outruns you, it's that there's so many other homunculi and zombies and ghouls getting in their way that they're basically... Which I'd like to think that I... Especially like just animates, I make short work oh, of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make short work of, definitely. But, but they they're still slow, slow you down. down. Definitely. As, okay. your, as your mother starts to run. Or his mother starts to run. Byron? Uh, Byron is... Uh, 
he looks around to see if he could find his mom, but he can't because mm-hmm. that seems to be Angela's thing right now. Uh, so he locks eyes and is Mar- you said Mar- uh, Melinda? Melinda, yep. Melinda's there. Is yes. she prisoner or what? Give me a perception roll as you look upon her. Uh, f- yeah, uh, 14 plus wits, you said? 17. Yes. Uh, she's just looking around, but she doesn't seem very animated. Yeah, Byron's going uh, going after her to try to pull her out of this free-for-all. She, she just doesn't seem very animated. He needs to get her out of the mm-hmm. splash zone, I guess. Uh, you get close to her, you try, you grab her, and then she's going to try to pop you in the face with her... Well, sorry, she's going to try to stab you with her knife. As you try to get close. Uh, let's give her... Three. Does a 12 hit? No. No? Uh, well, how would that... Uh, was that uh, 11, 11 plus, plus your coordination. coordination. Oh, no, yeah, 13. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, you're exactly 13? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 because of your... Yeah, so it's, it's, the knife goes out, and you see, look at her blank stare on her face. Not the first woman to try to shank you, won't be the last. Yep. Uh, Dr. Israel. Uh, this equipment, uh, how explodey does it look? <laughs> it looks fairly explodey. Yeah, yeah, that's... The doctor is going to go and uh, do some galvanics at this and set us up the bomb. Give me a 16 galvanics roll. Ah, uh, can do. Oh, Ooh. yeah, 16 to 20. Is there any? You can try blowing up a large. Like I, I don't want it to blow up immediately. I want to basically yep. like set it up so that it's like pressurous building. So mm-hmm. we've got like maybe two rounds before mm-hmm. this whole place goes up. Yep, that's basically what I'm doing. So that's yeah. So that's why I set it up. Okay, I set yeah. it up to basically go up in two rounds and just start shouting. Yep. Uh, you know, my, my declaration of intent: run the fuck away while shouting at my friends to run the fuck away. Yep. And Byron. As you're staring Melinda, you see Melinda snap her head to the right. You look in that direction, and you see the mourner in front of your mother. Your mother is running away, looking behind her. Looks, she looks up straight ahead and sees the mourner. And there is two flashes. One blade goes through the cylinder, shattering it. The other goes through your mother's neck. You hear the ethereal scream, and then you see the ghost speed off in the direction of the throat. New round. What are you doing? As all of you also, I'm going to say uh, more. You also saw what happened to his mother. I have a, I have my gun with me. I, a, I see my mother get can killed. Can guns hurt a ghost? Not blast the ghost. Oh, the throat. Oh, like I see it heading that way. Could I make a mad shot for this? Okay, it's on your side. I'm going to say it's a 15. Okay, no time to aim, just have to... No time to aim, you have to take that shot. (laughs) Let's do this. Uh, Byron is taking aim. Mm -hmm. 15 plus my rifle? Mm -hmm. 19. All right. You blast the throat back. I need to... I'm sorry. I lost my last piece of paper. What's an elephant gun's damage? Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. I think it's plus nine. Yeah, check check think, the... Uh, yeah. or actually, I think it's in the double digits. I think it's like 11 or it's, something. Yep. It's like substantial, that. yeah. Because there's only one bullet. And then it takes two and a half two. years to... That's actually <laughs> two bullets. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. uh, but... No, it is... Like, you get, you don't get that many shots. And I might actually have to roll to see if I break my shoulder uh, or oh, yeah. my shoulder out because I didn't really yep. have this set up. So damage uh, modifier is plus twelve. Oh, damn. Christ! <laughs> yeah. So twelve, twelve plus twelve. Yeah. 
Okay. Using to, a second chance? I'm going to use my second chance. Okay. 28. Wow. You blast its chest open as it's blasted back into the cylinder. And it falls to the ground. And you see the spirit float above the body. So I need to roll a 14 to keep myself from breaking my arm? Yes. Yep. Uh, and it's a uh, 14. Vitality. Vitality, yep. Oh, 11. No. Oh, your I, arm I is broken. I didn't break it. I, I wrenched my right. shoulder. Yeah. If you fail, you suffer a cumulative minus one penalty on all attack rolls made with that hand for one hour. Okay. Right. I failed. I, so I did you yes. wrench it. Yeah. I, did, yeah, I wrenched my shoulder back and I kind of fall on the ground as I just watch as this thing is hovering over this rope. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I'm going to say that's because you took the chance. That's your turn in this round. What is everyone else doing? Mora, you saw Horatio get blasted. Yep. Okay. And I see the ghost is... See, At least it's for right now, floating. I have an idea, but it's a talky idea, so if you want shooty things... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, keep in mind, the professor is yelling out, like, this place is going to explode. Run. There's mm-hmm. two more rounds. Okay. So keep keep that in mind if you're planning okay. to make a big speech. Yep. The, the professor was like... Elbow deep in machinery, there were sparks, well, things are lighting up. It's Moira, so it's yeah. a big speech, but for her, it's run. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. It's seven out of the nine words she gets this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two are yo, motherfuckers. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, uh, Marcus is, because <laughs> Marcus is fed on blood, Marcus has, has uh, did they take my weapons? Yes. Okay. Marcus has removed his belt buckle and. Um, is using it like a whip and is doing so by walking through the melee and he is deflecting bullets by whipping it around his body. An impossible feat. And he is deflecting them into people who are around him. He is gently John Wooing. Um, okay, this is the time for harder rolls. Yeah. This is going to be an eight- <laughs> 18 melee. Yeah, okay, cool. Sounds good to me. 17 on the roll. Oh, yes! Uh, and that is a coordination of four, so that is a 21. Even Adelande. I'm sorry, a Malay is uh, five. Even Adelande is impressed. She's like, wow. Yeah, but he doesn't. He looks uh, just this side of human. Okay. But yeah. just this side of human right now. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Israel? Uh, he's going for the. He's like ducking under things mm-hmm. and just running for the door. This place is going to explode. He I is need to give me a coordination roll. Yelling his damn fool head off about this. As you're trying to escape. Oh yeah, no, this one's a well. Uh, yeah, no, I failed that roll. Mm-hmm. I have one less corruption I can use, I think, for a reroll. Mm-hmm. Might as well use it. Yep. I'm not going to be any use. I mean, this place is going up one way or another. Yep. The only thing is, am I going to be in it when it happens? Much there we better. Go. Nice. 16 plus 3 is you 19. Just make it, you're going to be able to make it before the explosion. Yeah, so so it's it's not... It, 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 like, he's going... His way is blocked. There's, like, two dudes wrestling, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say... Uh, my. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm using my physical affliction, uh, which is ravenous. The doctor just like, <laughs> and bites the ah! nearest guy. Mm. Um, maybe, maybe because he's got a little vampire in him. Yeah. Uh, his teeth <laughs> are just a little sharper, but like that surprises the people enough that they split apart. And go, 
Yeah. Yeah. And just and you head to the yeah. shaft. Keeps, yeah, and he's just going for whatever no, looks think, like an exit. Yeah, I think the only exit is the sewers. Oh yeah, so you're headed to the sewers. That's is, yeah. I suppose is where I'm headed. Yeah, nice. <laughs> They're less explodey than here. Yeah, yeah exactly. And again, throughout all of these, he's yelling out like, "Run, run! I've set it to blow." <laughs> She's went from suck to <laughs> blow. Oh, that's and wow. because you said it loudly enough, other people heard the exact. Well, at least the human side. Yeah, human-ish I mean, side. I have no way to just tell the yeah. party like everybody must. No. Yeah. Uh, where Moira is ignoring the command to run, mm-hmm. or you know, she does run, but it's, it's more of a suggestion. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's towards the fallen body of Horatio Thrope. Mm-hmm. She falls to her knees beside the body, um, taking the head and cradling it in her lap. And you know, she like smooths back the hair and, and along the sides, it's it's recognizably her husband. And she looks down at the the sleeping face, because there was a chest wound, so face is still rather unmarked. Um, looks at the face for a moment, and then looks at the ghost that's hovering. And um, she's going to she's going to push back her veil and push off her hat. Mm. Uh, lower her rebreather. Everything. This is this is a woman speaking to her husband. Uh, she's just looking up, and says, "Horatio, my love." If this is really you, and if you can understand me, the only way I have survived these last years is believing that you were finally in a better place. A place without animates, a place without pain, a place without poverty and hunger and all of the wretchedness that humanity brings upon itself. Imagining that you were in a place with our little boy. I don't know what he would have been, but I think he would have looked like you. And he needs his father. So I need you to go now. I need you to leave this mortal coil once and for all. Please. For him. Get a little yeah. verklempt there. Oh. <clears throat> and it is in that moment. Byron, where, where are you exactly when all this is happening? I take a step toward to make a speech to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just see a moment where I just finally realize that sometimes you need to shut up. <laughs> and instead, uh, as Miranda goes for a strike, I'm going to punch her in the face and try to throw her over my shoulder and... I'm going to at least save one family. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get Melinda out of here. I, so, I do want to. If I, I'm going to stop and look back towards Mora. Mora, and I'm like Mora, and I'm just looking towards you to see if you if you're going to come. She stays rooted in her spot, and then Byron's going to shake his head and just run off through this whole thing, carrying his sister. And all three of you, Byron, Doctor Israel. And Marcus, along with Adelande, flee into the sewers along with as many of the ghouls and the humans that were left over. The homunculus are ordered, are, were ordered to fight, so they're still fighting. You see the mourner there as well, just standing, 
looking around. You see for a second, uh, as you're running Byron, that the warder was about to throw his sculptus, then he stops. And he just puts the blade down and sits down. And in those final moments, before the explosion... Moira kisses the head of Horatio and says, I'll see you soon. And then, fire. After running for a few minutes, you find yourselves in the sewers, the leftovers of the ghouls and the humans around you, wondering what to do next. Sheridan, dead, died in the explosion. Your mother, dead, beheaded by the mourner. Melinda's still alive, at least. The mourner, you assume dead. He's, he's a hard one to keep down, but he's going to have a hard time bear, uh, un- digging himself out if he isn't. Mm-hmm. And Byron just kind of finally, after he kind of shakes loose this idea of, you know, run, he kind of turns back towards where all the smoke is coming from, sinks to his knees, and hugs his sister close, because not because it's his sister, it's just she's the closest thing he has now. And he says, and he just kind of stares, now just losing Moira and his brother and his mother. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know how to, what to say. He's just kind of shut down. Doctor, Marcus, Dr. Israel? Yeah, Doctor's mostly is out of breath. He's easily like, ah, 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 that'll, that'll teach him not to I forgot to put tentacles on it. That's if they'd only done that, I wouldn't have blown it up. I just uh, all right, and everybody's here. Every, every. She's not here. Just that was because she left out another exit, right? There was another. No, no, there wasn't. There was, there was the elevator, but that was just. I know she heard me. She looked at me when I was. Well, that just seems like a waste. I just if, if you'll excuse me, I think I I, I left a uh, and he finds a, a little vial of some particularly strong drug. I, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to not feel for a little while, unless you need for anything. No, you mo- you motion to Marcus, and Marcus looks borderline feral. Um, his motions are yeah, his motions are are quick. His eyes dart and. Yeah, he's he's more on more preternatural than than uh, usual, and he still has the syringe from Byron sticking out of his chest. <laughs> a little something, uh, right about. <clears throat> yeah, that's the one. She made a choice. I suppose she did. There's a fine line between suicide and dying for uh, something you believe in. Yeah. Uh, Whichever one it was, I suppose there's. If there's one thing we'll remember about her, is that uh, nobody could tell her what to do. Uh, at least not to do anything she didn't want to. So, uh, I'll give her this. I'm always with plans, and I always have a, a trick up my sleeve, but that I did not see coming. 
and he stands up with his sister and turns back towards, uh, I mean, I'm sure the humans kept running. Oh, yeah. Some of the ghouls, probably. Yeah. And he just kind of shakes his head and says, Doctor, I need to go home. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we all we all do. You want a little bit of this? No, I do not. Good, good, because uh, this is an entire dose. <laughs> oh! Ah, yeah. Doctor? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I will fund whatever research you have. You have a House of Lords member mm. on credit with my seal, and I take out, I just pull off my cane and yep. hand it to him. Go to the bank tonight and put a credit down on any place you would like to have a lab. I want you out by morning. I want that thing out of my basement. Fair. This is not goodbye, but I think I just need to go home right now. Entirely, 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 entirely fair. We should do this more often. I mean, not often. Never do this again. Yeah, I could. I don't suppose you want to forget all this. I can do that. I can do that. I did it for her. I can do it for you. I think for once I need to actually face this pain. That's very brave and stupid. I'm going to go and grab my vampire now. And he turn around and Marcus is gone. Yeah, no, he's he's tottering off as well. He's uh, he's he, he like I said, he he is he, his his a declaration of intent is I want to not feel right now. Mm-hmm. So he got himself nice and toasty with some kind of personal concoction, and he is stumbling off to go grab his pet vampire. And uh, what he's going to do with with this uh, credit that he's done is he, he wants to set up his lab. He wants to buy uh, uh, or rent Scotland or whatever Park. the building, the one that burned down. He wants to rebuild it. He wants his slab back. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what he'll be doing. But. I'm so glad you did. But I'm buying Sheridan's place. <laughs> I am so out of money. <laughs> no, no, he's he's going back to like the old place that burnt down. He he wants to start building that up. Uh, I don't know what he's going to keep. Uh, Careful, doctor. We might accuse you of being sentimental. I feel nothing. <laughs> uh, when get her off on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> In the sewers, as he's toddling off, I'm going to look down at. Melinda? Mm-hmm. As your eyes flutter open. Hi. What happened? Everything was destroyed. I got you out before it blew up. All right. I remember I was talking to the mourner and then did it pass out? Horatio is dead. His soul's gone. Uh, all right. Because I guess that's for the best. I mean, at least finally, Moira will be at peace, right? She found it. Yes, she found peace. You see uh, Belinda's smile just fade. No. No, 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 no. No. You have my father's eyes. And he just kind of grips her and hugs her. And she hugs you back, crying. My mother's died. Moira's dead. I could really use a sister right now. And I could really use an idiot brother. Oh, I got that in spades. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll see how that works. And, and let me say this, young lady. I am not happy with the people that you are hanging out with. This Red 23, no. 
Well, at least they aren't ghouls. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I am a filthy man, and I have only a very, I have very infinite uh, amount of people willing to, to help me out. <laughs> and she laughs. It's a, it's a sad laugh, but it's, it's a start of something. Yeah, and we just start walking out hand in hand towards, mm-hmm. towards I don't know, a duck. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get lost out here. Yep. It's gonna be less sweet. <laughs> I say, my good, I say, my good chap in the shell, how do I get out of here? <laughs> no problem, dude! All you have to go down is that way! <laughs> I would love to see Neo Victorian Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's sure. our next uh, Hollowed <laughs> yep. campaign! That's our next Patreon goal. Yeah. <laughs> the aftermath. Uh, when Byron returns home, uh, and when the, uh, when whomever is, is returning to the uh, Clayton estate, the detritus on the lawn has been cleared and neatly leaned against the wall. The door has been replaced with a curtain. Um, and you tried. everything in the basement has been tidied up, organized into crates, and the hole leading into the sewer has been replaced by what is clearly a city sewer. Uh, great, but fits. And everything is cleaned. And Victor is nowhere to be seen. Neither is the machine that holds him alive. The machine. Okay, so is this where we start doing our final final scenes? So, Mar- question. Marcus, would you just leave without a trace? Do you speak to anybody else before you leave? I will. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. just want to be sure. Like, let's do, mm-hmm. let's do final scenes. But yeah. I, I'm a freaky vampire on super speed for eight okay, hours, yeah, and enough. anyone who's taken Adderall knows that cleaning yep. is a thing you do. <laughs> okay. So let's do Marcus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, let's say it's been about a day since the event happened. Mm-hmm. At least no, where I'm going to start with Marcus. If you want to do earlier or later, let me know. Marcus, you're, you've begun moving some more items from the former the Clayton estate back to... Uh, you, the final job for uh, Doctor Israel. If you want, I don't know if you want to keep, could keep working for him. Oh yes, uh, he, he's received a, he's okay. received an offer of employment, yeah, yeah. but yeah, he had yep. not signed it yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is a freelance gig. Yeah. Nice. And as you're there, and also Adele's still stating Clayton Matter. Uh, yes, she's still there f- for now, and she uh, she comes up to you, uh, Marcus. Adele. So. I had a fiance. I noticed. It's, uh, it's things were hard in Dublin. You know how it is for for women there. I mean, if you're not popping out kids, you're useless. Aye. And there was Connor. He was a he was a good man. He would have helped, but he was stuck in Dublin. It was where his family was. He couldn't think of leaving. It's different now. Apparently, I never thought he'd go into the military. But I came to London to maybe finally become a nurse or even a doctor. That didn't work out, as you know. Hmm. But thanks to you and the doctor gave me an opportunity I never would have had. Hmm. Well, an opportunity to die many times. To be abducted by a vampire. To... Probably have difficulty sleeping for stretches at a time. True. But on the other hand, you could also say I've lived more than most. That's true. Listen, I've, I've been... I've been talking a lot with Connor. 
about where I go next. To maybe a place with better opportunity. And Adelanda has made Prussia sound very interesting. And she knows some people. I can finally get the degree I always wanted. Hey. That's great for bird watching too. <laughs> <laughs> and then she puts a hand on your cheek. Mm-hmm. I kind of wince at it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Marcus, I just want you to know that I understand that because of who you are. No. No, I'm going to have to go differently on this. You're a good man. You're also a stubborn ass. Get over yourself and stop using your faith as an excuse not to be happy. I'll see you around. And she walks out the door. Oh, I don't think so, lass. But this is as good as they get, I suppose. Um, and my final scene is uh, going to be actually the doctor, or <clears throat> a letter being dropped off at the doctor's uh, new old abode once everything has been uh, started. Construction enough that you can live there. I've seen House Hunters. I know how it is. Yep. Open concept. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and as uh, perhaps a new assistant or someone, this is days later, opens it up for the doctor. It's in Marcus's shaky script. Uh, and it says, um, it's a split screen of someone reading the letter and then of Marcus walking down the street um, in very, very nice clothing. Uh, it's a tight shot of his shoulders and his head. Doctor, by the time you read this, I'll most likely be outside of the realm of influence that you have here in London town. These years that we've spent together have been extremely enlightening, not simply on a scientific standpoint, but also on a very human one. I have repeatedly tried to thank you in action and in word for saving me life. For where I come from, I am not half alive, but thrice damned. It is through your endeavors that I have learned how to be a better person, and also to be more me. And it is because of this I have to follow my heart. And you understand the importance of a heart. So it is with a... Uh, it is with a heavy heart, I must respectfully decline your offer of employment here at... What are you calling it? A lab? A clinic? You'll find, you'll find something. I've taken out a small loan in your name, however. <laughs> because the only way that I will be able to go to where my heart leads me is in a great travel. When I arrive, I will send posts to you of where you can send letters, should you want correspondence. I've reached out to friends in the noctuary, and they have given me an idea of where my skills be best used. I don't belong in London, so I might as well go somewhere else I don't belong. I have forwarded a temporary address. Goodbye, Doctor. If I see you again, something has gone definitely wrong. 
on my heart, Marcus O'Carroll, 273 Broadway Avenue, New York, New York. Uh, so we, we pick up with the doctor reading this letter. On a train. <laughs> On a train. It's a train. It's a school of trains. Yeah. Dear Marcus, I've decided to go to New York. <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting this letter, then you, it's just like, it goes back to you. You turn a corner, you slam into each other. <laughs> no. Oh, yes. And then the next uh, uh, unhallowed campaign is like a uh, an odd couple sitcom. Oh, nice. my God. It's amazing. Doctor uh, Sarah. And if you if we meet again, something has gone very wrong. Oh, well, it should take about a week. He says as he uh, <laughs> as he puts the the letter away and uh yes. Jefferson, put this away. And a, a young man, uh like sixteen, seventeen, uh like his face still has like acne and stuff goes, Okay, sir <laughs> and grabs the letter and runs off uh, and to put it away somewhere. It's like, now where where are we? And he turns and there are uh Three other young people, uh, sitting in front of him, like in, in little chairs. Uh, he's got, he's got like a makeshift, makeshift office while, while everything is still like tarps on the ceiling and stuff. Like now, where were we? Ah, yes. So you were all applying to be lab assistants. This is excellent. Excellent. You, do you speak French? Uh, yes, sir. I do. Great. You, you are familiar with Prussian, uh, uh culture and language, correct? Well, I, I, I was raised there for the first few years of my great, excellent. And you, you say you've heard about America, eh? Uh, yes, sir, I have. Excellent. Very well. All three of you are going to be doing a little traveling for me, you see. We are opening up branch labs. It's a brand new idea I have because there is so much to learn out there. And I finally have time. So guess what? I'm using yours. Like, but sir, one of them like raises a hand trying, and, and uh, the doctor just looks at him. And for a second, the eye that he used to be reptilian is not almost like just in the flash of a light almost looks reptilian. And the person. Like suddenly their eyes go a little blank, uh, and very similar to how uh, vampires can <laughs> can like transfix people. Yeah, transfix people. <laughs> no talking back. And there's a person who just kind of sits there like straight ramrod. Good, right? Get to work. We've got so much to do, Victor. Victor! Oh, yes. It's feeding time. <laughs> <laughs> and curtain falls on him. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, it, it's... Uh, you see Byron, he is... Uh, you see a collection of newspapers that are just laying on haphazardly on a desk. And the first one says, uh, Sheridan accused of creating monsters. And then the byline under that is was his uh, was a war with uh, was a war with Prussia his true intent, and there's just scenes uh, there's like photos in on that newspaper article of uh, half breeds lab equipment that's been burnt down a big expose on Sheridan, and then it goes to another newspaper that says uh, Byron Clayton uh, ruins the House of Lords with introduction of the French schools and it shows like a ghoul almost going full Nixon <laughs> it's, it's G Merriweather. Yeah, yes. and the other. I am not a ghoul. Wait, I am. I am not. Wait, I am a ghoul. Oh, that's great. And and like so, yeah, that's G. Merriweather. But the, like, there's a, a very fine dressed ghoul just kind of cupping, <laughs> like, pressing his face, his hand against his face, doing the exact 
gesture is Byron <laughs> in the picture. And then a last drop of a newspaper uh, appears. And on it, it says, uh, uh, and it says, uh, Clayton, a man, uh, uh, Byron Clayton to uh, reopen Brothers Organization. No. And uh, the camera pulls back and there's uh, Byron just sitting at his desk, twirling a pen, just staring at a clock as you hear it. And the door opens up and there's Melinda. Melinda. And he looks up and he's like, yes, yes, is Evan? She's like, no, it's not that. And she walks over and she hands him a document. She's like, I was going over your speech today and I think you really need to punch that. He's like, I'm not really focused on that right now. I know. I'm just trying to distract you. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. And suddenly the door, there's a knock and uh, he looks up and there is Willard. The original Willard. Oh. A little older, probably, honestly, two years. So 16. He's like 16, maybe 17 right now. Mm-hmm. And he says, excuse me, um, uh, Mr. Byron, uh, I think it's done. And he immediately stands up, knocking off his uh, everything from his desk, literally climbs over his desk, and he is running up the stairs immediately, Go pushes open what used to be his mother's room, and... Inside, laying on the bed, is uh, Amelia. And she shoots him a glance, and he's stopped. He's like, hey, you told me I did. I, I couldn't be here during the delivery, not after. See, I'm, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Is everything fine, Doctor? Is everything fine? Everything's fine. Everything went as perfectly well, sir. Where is he? And he turns around, and the doctor says, well, actually, it's a girl. And he pauses, as if just not really knowing how to react to that. And the guy hands him uh, the this little squirming ball of joy, and Byron looks down at this beautiful, beautiful baby, and the baby opens his eyes and just stares up at him. And he just says, Hello, Mora. And he walks the baby over to Amelia, they sit down, and they hug. And that's Byron's closing scene. Nice. What's heaven like, Angela? (laughs) (laughs) The doctor was mildly miffed that you didn't uh, ask him to perform the delivery. Oh, he did. But you're like, have you ever heard of... uh, You could make changes inside the womb. (laughs) Get out! (laughs) Tentacles! (laughs) They help with the delivery! Exactly. If you give the baby enough tentacles, it delivers itself! (laughs) Have you heard done the experiments? Oh! Gosh. Ah, have you heard of a tentacle reveal party? <laughs> no, the doctor was not. I was okay. I was like, oh, I owe it to him. But Amelia's like, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. My, no the, Amelia the doc- made the right call. Yeah, yeah. The doctor would have been miffed for all five minutes. You're like, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> she just made a Prussian doctor. Yeah. Nice. Yep. I don't look at me. Yeah, I yep. think we have okay. ruined it. I, th- I think maybe like the if this were the film, the very last scene would be um, mm-hmm. uh, like in the uh, the study or or the sitting room of mm-hmm. the Clayton Manor, up on a um, mantelpiece. There'd be an urn. Mm-hmm. There'd be two urns, mm-hmm. one for uh, Horatio and one for Moira. There's no, a- it wouldn't be Clayton. It I would, would be, wa- uh, I would want it, but it would be your mother's. It would be, but. Moira would want to be with Horatio. Yeah, and Byron would give him Horatio. Mm. Right. Mm. So it's the Hepburns. It would be the Hepburns. He would have made sure to make sure the urns are high, your dogs are destruction incarnate. <laughs> there is one final scene after the final scene with the urns. 
And it, it cha- the camera changes to wine glass in white-gloved hands. And the image zooms away. And it's it goes from that white glove to, to the clothing of French aristocracy. And there, sitting in a chair, is the Golden King, looking through his visions at what had transpired. And his final vision is a little girl just born named Moira. And he goes, time for the next chapter. And he begins to drink. Hmm. And after the credits, there is one final scene. Out in the waste, far beyond London, there roams a lone throat. Massive. The largest throat anyone will ever see out in these wastes. Besides its size, there's two noticeable things. The first is the mark on its chest of what looks like three claw marks. And its leftover clothing. The leftover clothing of a former noble. One who at one time wanted humanity to evolve into a higher form. And who, at least for himself, achieved that goal. But it only cost him his mind. And the Thrope, formerly known as Sheridan, howls into the wasteland. And if you hear carefully, you can hear the spark of intelligence hidden deep within his bestial nature. Ta-da! Yeah, we yeah, finished yeah, the yeah. game. We Fuck did yeah. it. We did Woo! it. We did it. Fucking years. We finished the game. Oh, yes. oh. Yes. Okay, Angela ripped my part, my, my my heart oh, yeah. out. Seriously, like, <laughs> holy shit! Like I was gonna say, like, okay, she's gonna say like, don't go to, and then she's like, our son's waiting. I'm like, oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Yeah, that part. was intense. All right, because it has been noted that we do not take enough pictures of ourselves of our group. I think we this momentous yeah. occasion deserves a table selfie. Yes, yes, yes. yes. All right, everybody, want to hold up your uh, unhollow? characters yep sure tearing it in half all right i got us all <laughs> all right mm-hmm. we did it yeah. oh my gosh we fucking yeah. did it it's oh Christ. how does it feel jesus i mean i didn't think we'd get it done but oh my god we did i mean it only took eight years but we got it yeah. so what do you yeah. think of the ending did you like it oh Was no it's there... better than what i had originally planned First of all, I was supposed to be dead for the original. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that was going to be a possibility if you had failed that role. Yeah, no, that was a serious possibility. And yeah, the, what, emotionally, like, you dying with the body was much better than... Because yeah, honestly, yeah. what I originally had thought, because the theme of many of the monsters you face is they're tied to darker things, so it might have led to something else, depending on how the story goes. If that spirit had reached Horatio's body, something else would have come along with it. Mm-hmm. The spirit, or at least the concept, the blighted concept, because of who Horatio is... Of a dragon. Whoa. Mm. So it would he wouldn't have literally turned to a dragon because he's a hollow metropolis, but he would have he would have been an overwhelming presence and behind him in his shadow would have been a literal dragon. Wow. And that and basically I would have had a scene where basically if he he was resurrected as his being and there was all this fighting, he would simply say, Bow. Mm. And everyone would have just gone on their knees because he would be he is their once a future king. Hmm. This emotionally was a better scene. No, so, yeah, I, I love that idea, yeah. but I love just yeah. I love the idea that Angela was the speaker. Like, yeah, just yeah, that was a great turn. Yeah, she that was, was, great it was beautiful. It was I mean, great. she realized Thank at that you. point. I guess that well, that's it. I'm out of words yeah. forever. I didn't Might want as well to die. die though, but I kind of like that's why Byron's like, please, and then she just like, like no, I'm good. It's like yeah. I, I I never wanted Angela to die at the end of this, but I yep. think that was the best death. Definitely, 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because it was extremely touching. I didn't want her to die fighting. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always was afraid that you die. Like, I, I throw everything I out. But it's like, no, your last scene wasn't fighting. It was mm-hmm. acceptance and almost happiness. It was so, yep. oh my God, it killed it was, me. It was love. It was a character based on wrath and uh, sadness and grief. And her last moments were one of love. And mm-hmm. that's a great, great, great arc. And Don't do and that again. <laughs> I, I also, so I've been saying for a long, long time, I was totally happy with Moira dying at the end of this because I, I did not see a happy ending for this mm-hmm. character. Yeah. I don't think I would have gone out that way a year ago. Mm. No. I, I, like, this has been in Moira's backstory for years that right. she was pregnant, the stress of losing mm-hmm. her husband, she lost the, the baby. Plus there's that whole corruption in the, the mm-hmm. Clayton line. Mm-hmm. Um but it's like I'd be like as a mother, but <laughs> yep. It, Billy can back me up. It's like parent parenthood changes you. Yep. It does. Like when you were bringing up, like go to our son. I'm like, oh my god, I just felt it, was, yep. it choked me up, like hit me like a truck. Oh, there's a reason that I was not looking at any of you guys <laughs> doing delivering that. It's like no, if I yeah. cannot yeah. look any of you in the eye, because yeah. um, I would I would break either. I would mm-hmm. laugh because this is extremely heightened emotions, and I'm. Mm-hmm. being very vulnerable in front of my friends or just like see like i i could tell that billy was losing it a little bit oh. so it's like i can't i can't look over here <laughs> i was dying yeah i'm glad with everybody's ending mm-hmm. like angela's was beautiful i got to I'm, I'm glad that marcus got to i don't know i mean marcus didn't it felt right for marcus it wasn't the happy ending like him running off with alanda or anything like mm-hmm. that yeah but it was very marcus his yeah. his his thing was never about finding happiness. It was more about finding purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. really good yeah. way to put it. And yeah. I don't think Adele realized that. I mm-hmm. think she, but because she wants you to be happy. But yep. honestly, Marcus doesn't know how to be, but he d- he does know purpose. Yeah. And it was beautiful that he just he, he's he's hunting vampires in New York. Yeah. Yeah. And a new start. It was very kind of an American tale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, I loved it. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. I've been thinking about that for a while. Uh, like, if he survived, did anybody have a plan B for your characters if something went south? Because I did. Oh um, no, I had. So, I had no plan B. Yeah, mine was die at any moment. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you could have died if, against Jack and Jill if the rolls went against you. Yeah, yeah, that was, so that was a tense. So it was such a good happen. fight. Yeah, I told um, Angela a long time ago. I was like, I want to orchestrate a fight between you and Jack and Jill. Oh, and I want and I. In another situation, I would have been totally happy for that fight to be the end, but it was – I was too far removed from Horatio. I needed yeah. to get closer before mm-hmm. – like, I needed to like either mm-hmm. have victory ripped from my fingers or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, so it's like out in the park when I ha- don't even know actually what's down there. It's like, nope, it's too soon. Mm-hmm. No, it was, it was a good – but thank uh, you for putting the fight together. Plan yeah, B for Marcus. Yeah, Plan B for Marcus was uh, for the final game or one of the – yeah, the final game. If I knew it was going to be the final game, was to uh, you know die trying to save someone um, and then have the narrative be you cannot find the body. And then have it turn out that Marcus, because all Dom peers, when they die, come back as vampires. Mm-hmm. And – have the last scene be at a brothel somewhere in Whitechapel in the middle of the night. And there um, is a very well-dressed man with dyed black hair um, who 
uh, is knocking on uh, knocking on a brothel door, and he has a blade in his left hand and a you know signet ring in his right, oh. and he says hello. Yes, Horatio Clayton, he had to see one of the girls, please. Oh. And with a wicked smile would step in, and he'd become obsessed with the Claytons, because when vampires are vampires, they become obsessed with people. Ooh, and so it. he would oh, be damn. obsessed with you, and he would start ruining your your brother's legacy by saying yeah. he had come back, and now he's Jack the Ripper, effectively. Uh, I love that. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh yeah, 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 no. But I love it. Like, yeah. super cool story idea. But well, I'm glad, glad it didn't actually happen. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty sure that Byron, he was never going to actually try to bring his brother back. I wanted to act like he really wanted – but he, I think Angela brought it up as as Moira once. It's just like he, he he never saw someone come back and it'd be a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, I think the little girl really sealed it when it was just a girl and she still got corrupted. I mean, a little baby child. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no – um, but I definitely wanted to play it as like you didn't know. Um, but Byron's his always his thing was going to be he was going to try to ruin the body, but he had to get close. Yep. Uh, and when they said they had Marcus, I'm like, great, that's my distraction. I have mm-hmm. Marcus with a uh, uh, a little bit of blood in him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was uh, super smart. I yep. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did want him. I did, I always wanted Byron. His happy ending definitely would to be trying to rebuild his brother's empire or his businesses. And I wanted him of a child, yep. which would be a girl. And I was going to yep. name. I I don't think I was actually going to name it Moira until you died. And I'm like, well, it's going to be. Oh, your name's going to be Moira. I knew you were going to say Moira, and I just it was yeah. great. Yeah. Are you down with you know the mourner killing off your mother? In that oh, moment? absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I would have shot my mother <laughs> in a second if she had come after Miranda. But yeah. no, Ma- Merlinda. I can't remember. Melinda. But no, I was totally fine with that. Um, Absolutely. I, I want to say I thought I knew where the doctor's final scene was going to go, and I I missed it. But because yeah. when he was going through, like, oh, you each have a special skill, I was like, are you going to put them all into one assistant? <laughs> no, I thought no, no, you were no. going to make another three headed <laughs> abomination assistant, one that can speak French, one that can speak Prussian, yeah, and no, then no, no, one that speaks well, American. Really, the only the, the truth that be irrelevant because two have to be attached to butts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought you were going to make the uh, you're going to flip the board over and it's like, welcome to the new order of reason. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. The true three-headed monster is the, uh, uh, you know, the uh, Dr. Charles Israel Lab LLC, uh, multi- multinational no. corporation no, of I, science. I, I also one thousand percent. I'm sorry. Go yeah, on. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say one thousand percent believe that you made Victor your secretary. Oh yeah, no, he's the he's Victor, the new Adele. Some people are chained to a desk, but this motherfucker is chained to his <laughs> chained to it. Yeah, and but, yeah, he's he's a fucking dampier with a robotic heart now he's miserable who yeah, yeah but who's also learning how to feel emotions oh no that is worse yep. i know but oh, it's yeah, also kind it. of a beautiful thing I'm, I'm i'm curious if victor is ever going to get better in a way to like possibly like almost to a weird like you yeah. guys be kind of a working relationship yeah, it's, it's funny because like he did he did all that to you because go through you he felt something mm-hmm. he's like oh i finally feel something that's what because vampires can't really yeah. feel that's why they're obsessed over everything mm-hmm. but now he got what he wished for. Be careful what you wish for, yep. essentially, mm-hmm. which is great. Because no, I, the yeah. doctors make him feel all sorts of things. <laughs> so, yeah, I... Jesus, if how does, how if you... Victor was was um, mobile, mm-hmm. then that last... I've been thinking about that last scene would be both of us getting onto a boat for America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. But like me teaching Victor how to be... That would have been... Like a human. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, yeah. Interesting. 
Uh, but anyways, c- c- could be ten. The, the doctor could make a smaller version of whatever powers are mm-hmm. uh, someday. So for yeah. the for the future adventures so, of Doctor Charles Israel and Marcus in New York, <laughs> we we might just have yep. like you know Victor carrying around some kind of funky backpack. <laughs> yep. Live in, a, live in a fucking fire fireman house. Yep. Firehouse. <laughs> oh yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying, Billy? I was going to ask how did it feel. I mean, this is an eight-year journey that you created from, literally, you gave us the book and said, what do you want to play? I was like, I'll play an aristocrat. Hey, you're a mourner? Yeah, we had no session zero. And I, yeah, there I was- literally think you started like, okay, and you get a letter, br- a letter from your brother, uh, give me a name. <laughs> Horatio? Yeah, great, Horatio. Uh, it's just- Oh my god, yeah. Nothing was planned, and it was- Ah! It, this is the first game, I think, really, where- like everything else before, I was like, uh, oh, there's, I, I read from the book, like, oh, there's a monster here, I'll, I'll, uh, there's a monster I'm gonna get if directly from the book. Like, with Warhammer 40, the Warhammer 40 game, I literally just took whatever was in the, yeah. the, the, the section. Like, there's a plan, the plan is called, uh, I'm gonna flip through the book, and it has this and this, and I just used it. Oh, really? It doesn't show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For Warhammer. Yeah, fair. But in, this is the first game where I actually expanded upon the world, where I actually created monsters for you to fight, and, not political were great. Oh, yeah, so they're, they're my favorite. I'm gonna. Oh, for those listening, at some point I'm just gonna make a book of Victorian monsters and put it on the Patreon because I, I all these monsters and a few more I had in the back of my head might well, might make it. But yeah. anyway, I just I had so much fun. This is the this is the first time I actually world build and like I could imagine myself writing in this world. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. This is this is a fantastic um, this is a fantastic setting. So thank you to the author of Warhammer. Uh, I'm sorry, yes. Hollow Metropolis. Yeah. Um, I believe, God, there's two of them actually. Uh, yeah, because uh, the the original people so long ago lost, not uh, sold the rights, maybe. I don't know. Written by and created Jason Souls and and Nicole Vega. Mm-hmm. Thank you both. Thank you, Jason and Nicole. And yeah. uh, if you want, go ahead and message us on Twitter and tell us how awesome we were. We yeah. would appreciate it. <laughs> so, the uh, final words since we have two minutes. Um, uh, I just want to say thank you to. Not just to the listeners who really pushed us to think beyond just mm-hmm. killing things as a, a stupid orc and uh, lusting after uh, Xeno weapons mm-hmm. and making weird bird noises yeah. and just being, you know, a person who wears awesome pants. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for pushing us to really be beyond just the typical group, I feel. Yes. And I really mm-hmm. think this was the game that got us to explore a lot of interpersonal relationship stuff definitely mm-hmm. definitely so thank you to our listeners for pushing this but also thank you to fandable dave dan angela jesus thank you for making one of the best stories i've ever been part of oh i take full responsibility You're welcome. <laughs> yeah yeah no i i like it so what this is bittersweet but i'm probably gonna sleep like a baby tonight because my adrenaline has been going great guns <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, what is our final question to the listeners for Unhallowed Metropolis, Jesus? Oh, okay. You were on this show. Well, I have two questions, yeah. My first question is, what is your favorite scene from this entire series? Mm. Question number two. If you could choose any moment from this game, either the ending, beginning, whatever, to start a new campaign with new characters, where would it be? I like it. I like that. That gives you. I mean, the more people that answer, the more, the less work you have to do. Yes, the more <laughs> that was definitely not the plan. Yep, yeah. It's market research. Yeah, market yeah. research. <laughs> <It's>, okay. <laughs> okay. Then, uh, as opposed to vampires and whiskey, which is Marcus research. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jesus of the Fanable Podcast Network. Thanks for listening in.
thanks for listening to the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did it, guys. I hope you enjoyed the final episode of Fanable's Unhallowed Metropolis campaign. This story has been nearly eight years in the making and marks the first time we've given a campaign a proper ending. To celebrate, we'll be doing a live post-mortem on Twitch on Sunday, April 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Please join us to ask questions live and chat about the campaign with the Fanable crew at twitch.tv fanable. If you're a Patreon donor, you can chat with us anytime on Discord. Find out more on patreon.com fanable. Keep in touch with us on social media, as well as where we can be found at Fanable on all major platforms. Thanks again for joining us on this journey. We couldn't have done it without listeners like you.